Welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. All right, hey oddballs, welcome to the eighth episode of the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. The Ocho. Hosted by myself, Matt Baker, and the discerning Louis Fox. Hell yeah, I'm not too discerning, I'm on this, on this podcast. <laughs> uh, we are a podcast that shares weird yet interesting news stories to make your life uh, more funky. More funky. More funky. That's how you say it. Like you, yeah, you, you gotta say it like you're George Clinton from Parliament. Yeah, you, know? you can't straight face funky. You gotta say funky like funky, right? Yeah, I guess you're right. That's how it's spelled in the dictionary. Funky with so many Y's at the end. A's. <laughs> and then a bass solo. <laughs> in the phonetic pronunciation, <laughs> parentheses, bass solo. Must be playing bass <laughs> when said. Uh, so our eighth episode with no sponsors yet. None. I don't I... know why I keep bringing that up. <laughs> I'm just like a lifeline. I'm just casting lines out, you know? So if you want a sponsor, send us something. We'll make you the official sponsor there you go it could be a joke it could be a naked picture it could be uh you know uh, yeah naked picture Mo- mostly naked pictures <laughs> that we're going for <laughs> no uh send us something cool we'll make you the sponsor for the next episode yeah yeah that'd be cool why not at this point let's take let's take bribes yeah i'll definitely take bribes yeah we give a shout out to whoever yeah you know what we should do is we should just uh ask <laughs> ask people for money and then we can put their names up on the wall in, in our little studio here oh that's a good plan yeah, yeah you know like the you know and then here's the beauty of it no one will ever know if we do it or we don't well we can put pictures up we could we could do it and we our studio is coming around we got like some sound foam we got you got uh, a dream catcher <laughs> we got a dream catcher because <laughs> was, this was a bedroom at some point <laughs> then my roommate moved out and became our studio i like that he left the the uh, dream catcher no, I put that up. Oh, I was okay. Trying to, you know, fill a, trying to catch your dreams. Yeah, in this I was trying corner. to make this, uh, you know, seem more cool, more funky. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> yeah, we got a creepy doll in the corner. Got some uh, some art. Charlie Chaplin's in here, and a smoke detector. Yeah, the smoke detector. It was keeping, a carbon keeping, monoxide detector. Oh, I think. keeping this bad boy up to code. Yeah, it's good. So, uh, what's going on with you, man? Anything cool? So, I got back from another trip, and I had a rental car. That was the same car as my car, but a crappier version of my car. So, like, my car is the deluxe version of, of the Ford Fiesta. Oh, fancy! Yeah, that, you know, you don't need to brag about uh, it. Hey, when you go, when I party, top of the line party. Yeah, top of the line Fiesta. I have the Ford Cinco de Mayo. That's pretty sweet. <laughs> I have the Ford Day of the Dead because <laughs> the, the airbags don't work. Uh, so yeah, so I rented a car, and it's always I think it's still fun to rent a car. If it's not mine, because I'm like, oh, how fast? How fast can I get it to 100 miles uh-huh. an hour? Or like, if it's got the the automatic manual, like, can I be going on the freeway and get it down to first gear? Ooh, yeah, try and jack up the transmission. Playing the games. Yeah, I essentially rented my car, but like a janked up version of my car. I was so disappointed. Oh, that's it was like a, a be. It was worse than your car. Yeah, so like my car has the push to start. This had a key. Uh, my car's a radio. This car didn't. They had no radio. It had a radio, but it didn't. It like, have like a cassette deck yeah. still in it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that'd be amazing. It had a gramophone in there. <laughs> oh. It actually had a barbershop quartet in the in the, in the dash. <laughs> I would I would get that. 
<laughs> just four dudes. That, that's out. the coolest orbits deal ever. <laughs> you could hire three, four dudes to sing you song barbershop songs. <laughs> Keep you up at night while you're trying to drive, though. Um, what have you been up to? Not much. Just been hanging out. Did some shows. I uh, was down in Cuba. When I see you, I think Cuban. Yeah. I get Italian a lot. People think that I'm Italian or French, uh-huh. which is weird. What is your heritage? Just white. Just, just white. very white. Yeah. Uh, Scott, I'm Scottish. My grandma is Scottish. And then I think some uh, some English and French. You know what we should do? We should have like the 23 and me and off. <laughs> yeah. We should spit in the cup or chalk... Do the do the cheek swab. Yeah, I'm down. And then we'd have to have like some parameters. Like we'd have to guess what we the most are. I mean, oh, I'm so down with this. Like you know, would I have to guess your proportions? You guess mine. Or, well, I know what you are. Well, in theory, I know what I am yeah. too. But there's always you hear stories like this guy's like, oh, my family's from Africa and then they're Dominican. Yeah, well, we're all from. Does that go back all the way? They're like, <laughs> well, we all come from a region near Kenya. I uh, don't. I've never done the, the the swab or whatever, but I did just get a poop kit. So you what? <laughs> what? Yeah, I got a poop kit. So you can take a little sample of your poop, put it in this vial, send it up, send it in, and then they'll tell you sort of what's going on in your insides. They'll say like, oh, your diet. Oh, it's is- like your bacteria gut yeah your, your, your gut bacteria. they'll say like your insides you need to have more essentially i think all they're going to say is you need to drink more water yeah i yeah. could tell you that yeah everyone says that to me just drink more water yeah i mean you you pee slurp like a yellow slurpee it's, it's true that thick. my pee is like antifreeze like yeah, it's, I can, it, it's easy to find the bathroom uh, in a hotel <laughs> in the dark hotel room good times so yeah that's uh, we should do that i had an interesting incident this week i had a police officer show up at my house looking for a child. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It was sort of weird because uh, the police officer was walking around the yard and I was down downstairs and uh, I just saw a flashlight going around in oh, the Oh, so this was at night? Yeah, and uh, I was like, what the, what is going on? And so I go outside and the police officer is uh, like, can I help you? And he said, uh, he said, uh, yeah, we got a call that a kid is by themselves at the house. And I was like, well, well no kids live here. And, yeah. And, and, he's like, like, and he's like, are you sure you have no kids in the house? I'm like, well, first of all, why would they call if I'm here? Yeah. Like, let's make sense of this. I am here right now. I don't have kids. I can't have kids. Yeah. You know, I showed him the email from the sperm clinic. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Look how you, you, you could... You could prove that like, oh by the way uh, here check you it go. out here's my certificate that they gave me at the sperm clinic that says congratulations you cannot reproduce uh, and uh he sort of like didn't believe me he's like wait a minute what kind of <laughs> mickey mouse sperm clinic is this and then he like sort of he's like i'm just gonna have a look around I'm like okay whatever so i thought that was weird but then i, I never got heard back you know huh but um it reminded me this this happened a long time ago cops have come to my house not this house but i when i used to live in olympia uh, me and my roommate i it was a hot summer day and i was crazy i was crazy sick and i was passed out on the couch and my roommate had had a all-night bender and he was passed out on the floor face down oh. next to me and on our coffee table was a sitting a hookah and our um, it was a duplex, and so we wake up to this, hello, wake up, wake up, hello, wake up, and we look up, and in our window is two police officers, like with their heads in the window, uh-huh. looking in, 
And all they, you know, they all they they see, see your a, buddy looks they dead. They see the, <laughs> pa- this guy passed out on the ground. Me passed out on the couch, just sickly. And then this sort of smoking hookah, yeah. hookah pipe on the coffee table. And so there was a whole slew of questions that. <laughs> so apparently uh, something had happened. The uh, I think the kid next door accidentally dialed nine one one, and since they they didn't have the exact address they just came and saw us ah. and they were like oh these guys and so they had to come in to the house to make sure that we were at, this was before marijuana was legal in Washington and they had to make sure that the pipe wasn't a, you know uh-huh. a weed pipe it was actually hookah and then they saw all my like sort of stunt props and they're like what the hell is this shit and so i had to like do a little show for him <laughs> in, your, in your own living room yeah meanwhile my roommate did not wake up <laughs> he's still on his face so and then you're like when he gets up you're never gonna believe what I, just happened <laughs> what you slept through uh, so that was that that happened this week that's kind of crazy that's way more awesome than than me renting a crappy car yeah good times uh <laughs> let's get to the first story man Let's get to some weird news. All right. This uh, story comes from DallasNews.com. We're digging deep now. Under the crime category. <laughs> came out on April 20th, 420. Yeah, it's a, it's uh, a 420 crime. It's just a coincidence. That's funny. Texas man who stole $1.2 million in fajitas gets 50 years in prison. Grand theft carbs. Yeah, right? He was so... It was 420. He was so hungry. <laughs> He ate 1.2 million in fajitas. A former South Texas Juvenile Justice Department employee was sentenced Friday to 50 years in prison after pleading guilty to stealing 1.2 million worth of fajitas with county funds. That's a lot of fajita. That was like a commercial. <laughs> that, was, that was like the, the, the salsa commercials. New York City, that's a lot of fajita. You, you put 1.2 million fajitas under your coat and walk out? I have to imagine this is over time. Let's dig in. It's like in uh, Great Escape when they have the dirt from the tunnels in their pockets and they walk upstairs and they drop it out of their oh, pants. Oh, yeah. And Shawshank, too. Yeah. Yeah. Except he's doing the fajitas. Why is he dropping the fajitas on the ground? So he doesn't get caught. It's reverse. Wait, so he bought the fajitas in your in your weird <laughs> in my, makeshift? In my scenario, he's just stealing them and then leaving them in the parking lot. Just, okay, for, for the crows. <laughs> yeah, he, okay. he's feeding the crows. Uh, Gilberto Escamilla, 53, who worked at a Cameron County Juvenile Justice Department, was arrested in August after a driver from Labatt Food Service in Harlingen called the department's kitchen and said he was delivered in delivering an 800-pound order of fajitas, according to the Brownsville Herald. You don't just stick those up your keister. You, I mean, that's a lot of fajitas to Wait, steal. so I'm confused. So this guy works at the Justice Department, and he bought 800 pounds of fajitas that cost $1.2 million? I think so. What the hell is this guy doing? He, he, he what's the street value? Like, <laughs> yeah, is he flipping these? He's, flipping he's these. cutting them with corn tortillas. <laughs> he's, he's cutting them with French fries. <laughs> 
The kitchen employee told the driver that the juvenile department does not serve fajitas, but the driver told her that he had been delivering fajitas there for the past nine years. Okay, gotcha. So this was over a long period of time, this guy. He just loves fajitas. I, it, that's got to be it. That's crazy. He, uh, he's on a strict fajita diet. But I, I can't imagine how much is 800 pounds of fajitas. And how you would sneak it out, because it's been being delivered there for nine years. Well, wouldn't they go bad? Like, I mean, that's 800 pounds of fajitas. I mean, how many... I mean, one fajita is probably a pound? I I would bet it's probably a couple to a pound. Okay, so let's say they're three pounds. It's still like... They go bad. You have to eat it over time. He's not sick of fajitas. He's like, maybe this time we'll order quesadillas. He's he's a conscientious (laughs) orderer. He's like ordering Costco bulk. He orders in bulk. It was going to be 70 years, but they let him off. They're like, well, you know, you did us a favor. You actually saved us money on the fajitas. (laughs) Escamilla was fired from his job and arrested the next day when officers searched his house. They found packages... of the stolen food in his refrigerator. So he's just keeping it at home. He's hoarding fajitas. Wow. I mean, how, how many freezers do you need for 800 pounds? That's got to be a lot. You know, like as a kid, when your mom like just makes the same thing over and over again, yeah. I imagine his kid being like, fajitas again? <laughs> oh, yeah, but I just got you that new bike. Yeah. Like, you know what got you that bike? Reselling fajitas. <laughs> I'm an importer exporter of fajitas. Who buys like bootleg fajitas? Like I get like a bootleg Springsteen concert tape. You know he's got the uh, he's got the trench coat with like the watches, but they're all like different fajitas. It's like I got vegetarian, I got vegano. Uh, officials said he took one million two hundred fifty one thousand five hundred seventy eight dollars worth of fajita orders and delivered them to his own customers. The Herald reported. So he was he was flipping. rolling. He was. He was flipping them. He has his own side business. How awesome is this guy's a badass? He's got like a lemonade fajita stand. He saw a need for it in the market and was like, hey, I got the funds here. Yeah. It was selfish. It started small and got bigger and out of control. Escamilla said while testifying in court, it got to the point where I couldn't control it anymore. It started small and got to... His fajita theft is larger than the gross domestic product of Mexico. (laughs) That's hilarious. He has like nine people working for him in the fajita (laughs) flipping business. He's got the distributor. He's got the street level guy on the bicycle at the corner. (laughs) He says, it got to the point where I couldn't control it anymore. It's like he's like the Walter White of... (laughs) Fajita businesses. Just one more because I have cancer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to pay for my kid's college and to get the, the afford chemo. <laughs> Cameron County Assistant District Attorney Peter Gilman asked visiting state district judge Manuel Banales to give Escamilla a 50-year sentence to send a message that theft by public servants warrants a long prison sentence. I like it. We got to send a message about fajita theft. 50 years is a long time, though. I, mean, I don't think, like, if you stole $1.5 million, you would, or $1.2 million, if you just stole it from a bank, you wouldn't get 50 years. Yeah, I agree. I think, but also. And what's the statute of limitations on fajita theft? Yeah. Like, I think when years. it grows mold. Yeah. <laughs> I think, well, you know. The statute of limitations is the expiration date on the package. I think so. I like that they're prepackaged, what's, too. Yeah, the prepackaged fajitas. I mean, that's a little. That's a little Who's gross. rebuying prepackaged fajitas? Hey, man. I've bought some weird stuff in my life. <laughs> what I'm amazed at is, like, yeah, okay, this guy got 50 years for selling. So he spent $1.2 million to buy the. Specifically, fajitas. 
you think it would branch out after he's been doing it for nine years you know yeah, like, at like least have quesadillas. some like, yeah or like some you know quesadillas some tacos you know yeah or mix up the cuisine because yeah. you're saturating the market really it's, it's true maybe like, those the, the these prepackaged fajitas are so good yeah now I want to try one yeah that I mean but the question is so he got 50, 50 years in prison and I'm wondering like okay why didn't they just seize his bank account and make him pay the money back I and mean, he probably has the money over nine years though oh so he spent it I, I bet he did but can you imagine now there's a financial hit to this fajita company that's been selling a hundred grand a year and over a hundred grand in fajitas you know what they should do is they when he goes to prison they just serve him fajitas <laughs> so yeah so this guy that's crazy what uh what, I'm, I'm on some level he's kind of a genius that he took something so insignificant that you don't think you could flip for money and and how bloated is the the system there the the county when you're missing over a hundred grand a year that's crazy they should to be honest they should do what like the fbi did with that one guy who like forged checks all the time the catch me if you can oh guy. yeah yeah the every mail guy yeah so that that guy if you've never seen catch me if you can he would this is in like the 70s he'd forge checks and he was such a good check forger that he made millions of dollars convinced people that he was a pilot a doctor he worked at all these well he he passed the bar i think he counterfeited certificates and stuff and the fbi he was so good at it instead of imprisoning him the fbi hired him to catch check forgery so they're gonna hire him to be the fajita forgery (laughs) they should hire him to be sort of the entrepreneur to see the outward enterprise he's the fajita forgery czar (laughs) he's like all right taste these fajitas and let us know if we can flip these (laughs) are these flippable fajitas (laughs) 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 or we think this guy's uh on the street is selling them taste it can you tell me where it's from oh poor guy man this guy 50 years in prison dude he is gonna have people in prison are gonna have a heyday with him what are you in for 12 million carbs. <laughs> I caused obesity in this county. I killed 500 people slowly over time via obesity and, <laughs> and cholesterol. But it's still a heavy head count. <laughs> Don't mess with that guy, man. That guy's crazy. Don't, that, guy, that guy will force feed you fajitas. <laughs> For days. For nine years. I like, that's a good story. I like that one. Weird News Story Part 2. This story comes from 9news.com. That is uh, the number 9, not German no news. <laughs> right? 9news! Uh, so it's the type, the top of it says crime, and then the title is. I, okay, I don't know if this is really crime. We're not into it yet. This but. is crime. This is the worst type of crime. The title is. Woman cited for allegedly causing urine to explode in 7-Eleven microwave. You, you, is that crime or is that just you, a good time? You had me at urine in microwave. <laughs> the officer said he told the woman the microwave is worth $500 and issued her a summons for damaged property, the police report said. I like how the police officer is like the, the appraiser. He's like, you know that microwave? 
Five hundred bucks. Top of the line microwave. Yeah. Just so you know, at the Seven Eleven, it's industrial. She's like, I know that. That's why I put my <laughs> urine in there. Yeah. What, do you think just any any microwave can handle my pee? She's like, you know how many Seven Elevens I went to to find this microwave? <laughs> I could have gone to the Best Buy and done it for a seventy nine dollar one. <laughs> no. The article goes: Aurora police cited a Denver woman for allegedly damaging a Seven Eleven microwave by heating up what appeared to be urine. Causing. I like I like what appeared. You couldn't what smelled to be urine. What smell? Yeah, I should have been what smelled to be urine. Yeah, it would be like if, it, if, it tasted a lot like <laughs> urine. Exactly. I think vision of of determining what's piss. Uh, vision is the last sense I would use. This is true, and that probably is maybe the, hearing. I I would think that. The urine in the microwave is probably the cleanest thing that's been in that 7-Eleven microwave. Yeah. <laughs> right? 7-Eleven microwave by heating up what appeared to be urine, causing the urine to explode. The police officer who cited Angelique Sanchez, 26, wrote in his report that he found Sanchez at a Concentra Health Clinic about a half mile north of the 7-Eleven at 3200 Chambers Road. Totally not necessary to put the address of the specific 7-Eleven. I think that is information I want to know because I'm not going to microwave a burrito in that microwave. Well, I think... like, it, Or if I'm going to do it, I'm going to put a paper plate down. If you are microwaving food at 7-Eleven, I would think that things have not gone well for you in that specific day. Yeah. I think of the two instances I've probably microwaved something at 7-Eleven, the day the ball had already rolled all the way down the hill. Well, and this is why this is in the crime section, because I believe this is an act of domestic terrorism. (laughs) I think it might be. What if she's like the pee pee bomber? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So I saw the... I was at a museum. I saw the shoe bomber shoes. Yeah. And... And it's crazy because after that happened, it didn't ex- detonate. Yep. We have to take our shoes off. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what happens if- Except for me, because I'm pre-check. Well, okay, stop. You don't need to brag. All right. Are you pre-check? I, of course I'm pre-check. Okay. Sorry. But I don't go around bragging about it. I don't. I, the, I, I was at an airport that didn't have pre-check, and so I had to like take my laptop out of my backpack. You're like, it, you feel like- Yeah. You're feel, slumming it a little yeah. bit. Yeah. You're like, geez, I, do you know who I am? Yeah. Do I look like I don't have $83 to spend on <laughs> seven years? Look at this flannel shirt. This is designer flannel. <laughs> But what I'm saying is that because of this specific thing that happened, um, one person tried to make a make a bomb out of a shoe. What happens if someone ma- could ma- could make a bomb out of urine? Well, it's have like, you do when we go through you know security check? Do we all have to like drain our bladders? <laughs> Like what happens? What happens if that technology existed? You know? Yeah. Oh, the the microwave urine bomb exists. Uh, have you heard of the trucker bombs? Oh yeah. <laughs> but I don't think people at home. Yeah, might if know. you don't, I, know. I know what they are. I learned about these from a, a poster at a rest stop where it has the picture of a like a gallon of milk, like a plastic gallon yeah. thing, and it says this is not a urinal. So I guess what the truckers do is they pee into the gallon of milk, toss it out the window, and then, like, cars hit them, or, or they heat up in the summer and explode and, yeah. and shoot pee everywhere. Yeah. Well, maybe this woman was a trucker. May, yeah. Well, that's okay. all she knows. So I only know peeing in microwaves. When I was 19 and 20, I toured the country in my, in my van. Right. I lived in my van, and I toured. I went to every state doing uh, school assembly programs, and I did this for two years, and... I I am guilty of doing that, you know. You're on the road and you, you don't pull want, over. You to don't do want to pull over. There maybe, no, maybe it's freezing outside. Uh, you know, you're in the cold, and so you just find a you know wide lipped. <laughs> 
you're like very wide lip. <laughs> so the biggest. Essentially, I, I have to get a kiddie pool. Yeah, I find a a, a a gas gallon, you know, an oil an oil drum. You have something that is large, and um, and you pee while you drive. All and right. um, I have had accidents like where I've it's overflowed or. Uh, you know, it's it's and it is. It is <laughs> I, I like a specific type of skill, you know. The first thing I thought we did accidents, like you ram someone while you're no, peeing. no, no. But yeah, like you overthrow or like I pee all over my. I've had that before. <laughs> and then you go into the elementary school and you're like, hey, hey what's up? <laughs> I don't. I think the pee smell probably was the the nicer smell of the <laughs> the smells that were emanating from me from the van from living in the van. Like, oh wow. Um, it's funny, like, when I was a teenager, me and my buddy, uh, Anthony Thalhammer, we went to see, I forget what movie we were seeing, but he didn't. He was so into the movie, he didn't want to leave. And so he's like, I got to pee. And I'm like, okay, we'll go. He's like, I'm not leaving. So he had, like, a Coke bottle, <laughs> and he, he's peeing in the movie theater in the Coke bottle, and then all of a sudden you hear, dude, it's about to overflow. <laughs> And the people like started to look over, and I don't know uh, for you female listeners if there are any. Who knows? It is it's hard with, as a man. I don't know if this is with women, but for guys, it's hard to stop peeing in the middle of it. So yeah, it's very painful. You need to do your man kegels. Yeah, it's uh, it's a little bit painful to like be peeing and then you just sort of stop and hold it. Yeah, you know? and so he just. He had to keep going, and some of it overflowed in the. So then we had to move move seats in the middle of moving there. I was like, "Is this easier than than you just going to the bathroom, dude?" I like how you move seats because yeah. <laughs> it was there was pee on the ground, <laughs> but not like too. Was it busy at the theater? Yeah, it was like you know half full. Okay, it was like a. You're like the Matrix is awesome. So, anyways, this woman back to the back to the story. Okay. According to the May 3rd Aurora Police Department report, Sanchez was waiting for a physical and urine analysis and for a future job. Okay. Well, it's good she's trying to get work. Yeah. Nine News medical expert Camilla Season said one of the quality check measures for a urine drug screening is to make sure that it is at body temperature, 98.6 degrees, plus or minus a few degrees. So, right. So they're going to paraphrase the person that is the quality check, urine quality checker. And so they kind of break her her statement up but so it says the, yeah so Matt's not having a stroke while he yeah sorry this. just so you know the only kind of rationale would be that after you'd say given a urine sample and it gets to room temperature which we know whatever the ambient temperature is maybe that's 70 degrees whatever the day is now you feel the need to warm it up to body temperature maybe that would be a reason to put it into a micro microwave oh so she's saying that she might have peed a few days ago yes that's why she's warming it up put it in the micro microwave to get it to 98.6 wouldn't i just wait till a day like i'm not going to apply to a job if i need to doctor my pee till it's like 98 degrees well, they, out you know they do interviews on specific days you can't de- determine you, i like, only apply for a job in the summer <laughs> i only apply for days i only apply for jobs on days that are warm wouldn't an easier way be just like put the pee in a ziploc bag and like hold it under your armpit yeah 
No, I think the microwave I just hacked, is, I just hacked the microwave system. No, I think the microwave is good, you know, because you can can't you regulate the exact temperature that it's going to be at? Not in my microwave, but a five hundred dollar microwave. The ones at Seven Eleven, you can. Yeah, all right. You're they, like, they, I mean, they I, have they have freezing, scalding hot, molten lava hot. Yeah, <laughs> burn the shit out of your mouth hot. Um, Sassin adding the that. Sassin added that putting urine in a microwave can also destroy the urine by causing it to overheat. Putting food in a microwave has been known to destroy food as well. There's all these different ways that laboratory tests can be done to basically look for samples that are not fresh, that are not clean, that are not given at that moment, she said. That sounds like a BS line that you say where you're like, oh, that's going to go on your permanent record. It's going to follow you the rest of your life. It sounds like an empty, like... yeah. Like, oh, yeah, it's like that's the uh, health department equivalent of putting up the uh, you may be videotaped. Yeah, right. And not have a camera. It is true. Like, they're trying to, like, scare you. Like, we have so many ways to find out what you've been taking. We have MIT on the fake urine biz. We know that you've smoked weed in the last month. If you've drank alcohol, if you've watched YouTube. Like, what sort of... Yeah. (laughs) I know about your 401k from your pee. Here's the thing. You're smoking too much marijuana, and you got to save a little bit more. (laughs) That 7-Eleven clerk called the police on Sanchez after the clerk reportedly witnessed Sanchez place something in the microwave at the store, according to the report. That's a little weird reason to call the police, though. Yeah. She put something in the microwave. I know. It could have been a burrito. Could have been a cup of urine. And then she stood there for a while. Staring at it. <laughs> the report said the clerk told the police she heard a loud bang several seconds after Sanchez placed the liquid into the microwave. Sanchez looked at the microwave and walked out the door, the report said. So that's a rookie mistake is leaving the cap on the mic- on the on the on your pee when you microwave it. Yeah. Yeah. Classic rookie bomber. Yeah. Pee bomber mistake. That's like putting foil in the microwave exact same thing the clerk told police she noticed yellow liquid dripping from the microwave and the smell was unquestionably urine according to the report so apparently sanchez does not drink a lot of water is what i'm yeah according to the report the clerk asked sanchez to clean up the mess or she would call the police sanchez wiped out the microwave wiped out the microwave onto the floor the report says well yeah that's how is she going to do it? Absorb it with paper towels? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever used a 7-Eleven paper towel? <laughs> I don't think they have them. At exactly. Sanchez, they're just like, use your shirt like everyone else does. Sanchez left and the clerk called the police according to the report. She reportedly told the police officer that she had cleaned up the mess and did not understand the problem, the report said. Yeah, I like how it's like, as long as I clean it up, I can go take a poop on the floor. But if I wipe it up... The Tim Horton pooper. Maybe she... Maybe they're in cahoots, these two. Same lady. When I reminded her that urine blew up where people prepare their food, she told me it was not real urine, the officer wrote in the report. (laughs) My fake urine? (laughs) Why were you heating up fake urine? Yeah, well, you have to get it to the temperature in which the urine analysis people are accustomed to. Oh, yeah, sorry. I just got here. Fake urine. <clears throat> Where do you get fake urine? Yeah. I Please tell me that they sell at the weed store. Please tell me that they have fake urine at the weed store. That would uh, they be have to. the most genius... We at your kids. All right, so I just typed fake urine into the Google, and the first thing that popped up was fake urine near me. That's amazing. <laughs> For 20 bucks at uh, carolina.com, simulated urine, comma, normal. What does that mean? I don't know what normal is pee it is. Is it pig urine? <laughs> All right. Can be used as normal control for pH, gravity, glucose, creatines. Um, now, oh, simulated urine high. Does that mean it's... 
Oh, that's with high proteins. Okay. Not, uh... Not high people's high proteins. <laughs> I guess. In case you're 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 lacking certain proteins, drink this fake urine. I thought it was like simulated urine for people who are high. In case you don't like those vitamin supplements we have, and you love drinking urine, we've put the two together. Two dollars more a bottle too. Two dollars a bottle. Yeah. All right. I'm adding this to my Amazon wish list. Oh my god! Yeah, and you're gonna start getting like weird recommendations. If you like urine, you'll love this fake poop. <laughs> <laughs> if she has a receipt for fake urine, I'd let her off. Yeah, absolutely. All right. The police officer wrote in his report that he told an employee at Concentra that Sanchez should not be allowed to take a urine analysis test that day. Concentra complies with federal and state laws as well as companies' guidelines regarding drug testing, said the company in an emailed statement. Sanchez has been arrested a number of times and convicted of theft, according to the Colorado criminal background check. Because you know what comes up in a urine analysis? Theft. Yeah, right? <laughs> that would be crazy. Like, your whole police record is in, in, in your DNA. <laughs> it's got your grades on it. It is your permanent record. Now, I have um, taken a lot of uh, pee tests in my life because I was a very troubled teenager. Uh-huh. And uh, I have tried to cheat the system many ways. Did you try and put the penny in your urethra? I have uh, have not done the penny. I know that would be very painful. I have done. I've had other people pee for me and carried their pee in for, into a bathroom. Did it work? Um, yes. Um, I used niacin uh, in the past, which was a nightmare. Um, I've drank a lot of vinegar, like like a half a bottle of vinegar before. Uh-huh. I mean, I've done all sorts of stuff, man. So the only one is the only one that worked uh mule in someone else's pee. Yeah. The other pee would definitely work. Oh, that's, you know, yeah. now did you buy it? I heard there was like a clean. No, pee I, just had a, I just had a friend. I just had a friend. Okay. You know, pee in a bag for me. All right. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, normal friend stuff. Yeah. That's how we do it. I should do that. You know, I, cause I, I, you know what I would do is I would just drive around if I was a kid, just drive around looking for, for a trucker bomb and take it back. Uh, that pee is not clean at all. <laughs> what are you talking about? Super That's messed up. It's going to be worse than the, whatever you're doing. I guarantee it. <laughs> They're truckers who pee into <laughs> bottles and throw them out the window. How is that going to be better? <laughs> they made, clearly made better life choices than you. <laughs> if you're driving down the road looking, looking for, for them. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. You could sell your pee on Craigslist. You well, know, if you have a clean pee. Oh, yeah. You know, it just adds, like, I have, you know, I haven't done d- drug in 20 years. Like, I'll, I'll pee into a bag for you. Well, for, the, um, okay, so this woman. Um, you know, so people who meet you and me, I think, are surprised neither of us do any drugs. <laughs> it's, this is true. I was, I was in uh, Nassau with a comedian friend of mine, and we were walking around. Because I get offered drugs all the time. Me too. Constantly. And he was like, you know, I've been here 40 times. I've never been offered drugs once. And he's like, You've, we've, I've been here 10 minutes with you. We've been offered drugs six times. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it, people are very shocked that we don't do drugs. Yeah. It's very, it's, it's odd. Well, like I walk my dog through this route uh, by a high school by this pond. And so one day there are a bunch of high school kids at lunchtime smoking weed on the, on the trail. And they're like, ooh, we're hiding it. I'm like, I don't care. So then the next day I walked by and one of the, it was one of the same kids with a bunch of other new kids. We're walking and the kids start hiding their weed and the kid who's seen me before is like, oh no, he's cool. Nah, he's cool. Yeah. He's, totally he's like, not he, a narc. He told me, he's like, no, nah, he's cool. He's cool. So we walk up and he's like, yeah, you want some? I'm like, no, I don't, I don't smoke weed. 
And then the one of the girls like, can I pet your dog? I'm like, sure. And then we're leaving. She's like, that guy restored my faith in humanity. Oh, my God. <laughs> Look at that. You know, you just never know the, the sort of impact you're going to have on people's lives. I just changed life. that girl's life. She's like, now I can smoke weed by the pond. She is a, she's a pastor now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in, in, in the two weeks since I walked my dog. <laughs> she, she, she went to a religious school. Um, so this woman, she... Uh, I don't know what she was clearly trying to skip a get a tr- clean test, yeah. right? Heat it up in a Seven Eleven microwave. I would think the you know Seven Eleven that should that should be a, a something a service that they provide. Yeah, it should be like I'll have the big bite hot dog and can you warm this pee? Absolutely. And doesn't everyone know though? You warm up pee in a pot of water uh, and then you test it on the inside of your wrist like a baby bottle. That's how you know. <laughs> to be honest, like uh, I bought a. In Thailand, at a 7-Eleven, I bought a plane ticket. What? For $32, I bought a one-way ticket from Chiang Mai to Phuket at a 7-Eleven. That's awesome. And so I'm thinking, like, if I could buy a plane ticket, I should be able to warm my pee up, right? Yeah. I mean, that should, I think this is a service that 7-Eleven should provide to two yeah. people. I need a money order, I need some warm pee, and a plane ticket. I'm going to assume that 70% of the people that eat their dinner at 7-Eleven probably also need to have a fake pee to cheat their pee test. I think that might be a safe assumption. I Who knows? Maybe that microwave was bit by a jellyfish yeah. and she was just doing a service. I was actually saving the $500 microwave. <laughs> no, no, officer. Someone heated up a jellyfish in that microwave before and then it infected it. Yeah. And so I just put, I peed in a, a bottle and put it in there and boom. Well, and then if I was her, I'd be like, you know what? I cleaned it good enough. Who knows how to clean better than a meth head? Yeah, maybe she, maybe this is her art. You know what I mean? She just goes around and she's like, this is what I think about 7-Eleven. P-bomb. Boom. And I'm at, that, that's her. <laughs> she, has, she has a grant. She's a nonprofit. <laughs> yeah. She's federally funded. <laughs> the irony is she has to take that P test to, to get the, the grant. <laughs> this is her Pell grant. <laughs> Condition of the grant. She has clear, clear P test. Yeah, because there is. There's... um. There is an artist that paints with his fecal matter, and there's tons of people who do blood painting. Yeah, you know that's a I wouldn't that's not an uncommon thing. You yep. know, uh, to use that their their medium is uh, fluids that come from them. I have for uh, some atomic marbles. So yeah. they're mar- marbles that are a bit that exposed to uranium, and so they glow. You put them under black light. Yeah. So I bought a black light flashlight. And I've always wanted to turn it on in places, but it's going to ruin everything. So yeah. now I think we should take it. We should go to a 7-Eleven and shine it on the microwave. Oh, yeah. See what... Yeah, see what's in there? Yeah. Oh, man. It's going to be worse than a Motel 6. Oh. There. All right. If we do this, we'll, we'll make a video of it and we'll put it up on the website. All right. Sometimes fake pee works. Sometimes it doesn't. Oh, the the verdict's out. Yep. I would love if, if their review was like, guaranteed pass of any urine test. Oh, I think there are sites 100% guarantee that you will pass your urine test. Well, it's like there's those, uh, the car radar things are like, guaranteed you won't get a speeding ticket with the Cobra. Oh, that. And then if you do, did they pay the speeding ticket? I think ticket? they do, yeah. And so if you don't pass the P test, they give you but your, think, your salary of what you would have gotten. Yeah, well, <laughs> they give you, they take care of your kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're making your social security payments. <laughs> 
So the moral of the story is if you do put your, your pee in the microwave, take the lid off. Take the lid off. Poke and a couple holes in that bad boy. Yeah, bring some paper towels. You know, do it. Don't don't be, be responsible. Don't be a douchebag. Yeah. Pretend like it's your house. Yeah. <laughs> Except clearly your house doesn't have a microwave. <laughs> my house doesn't have a microwave. I have to heat my pee in my oven, which yeah. is a nightmare. <laughs> Old school style. <laughs> yeah. Gotta heat, preheat it to 475. I, I've got to go outside with a magnifying glass on a summer day. <laughs> <laughs> I have I've once cooked top ramen. This is pinnacle of my life. I once cooked top ramen by candlelight. <laughs> With a candle, I cooked top ramen. How did that, how long did it have to take like hours? It took a long time, man. It was a one time on a road trip. I threw the hot dog in the engine of my oh yeah seventy eight Ford Fairmont. When I lived in that van, I had a little. Um, uh, water boiler that you can plug into your fire or your cigarette lighter. Uh-huh. I, I lived by that. Cup of noodles. It was that would save my life. Jiffy pop over the engine. Uh, totally, man. Yeah. Where is that? Th- yeah, that, I like this one. I like it. Um, it's, it's a good, nice moral lesson. <laughs> That's it for this week, folks. Thanks for listening. For for more information and links to the news stories that we talked about today, of course, go to the website, oddandoffbeat.com. We're on all the social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Yeah, uh, where we we usually post a video, and we also always have a weekly meme contest where we post a funny photo, you leave a cool caption, and the winner wins a prize. Yep, we'll send you some Odd and Offbeat swag and maybe some Pirate's Booty. Yeah, uh, and the swag comes from, of course, Louis himself. He uses his little dainty... No, you don't have dainty. I don't have dainty hands. He uses... He lit... I don't know. I gotta have you have large hands. I do. Yeah, he packages it up for you and sends it out. Packages with love. So at least it's valued at... 37 cents which is 50 cents is a stamp a stamp is 50 cents yeah what since that was a when did they hike it up to 50 cents we've talked about this on the podcast before oh my god that's how old I am I remember when stamps were I remember when stamps were way cheaper and I and I don't remember the prior podcast conversations (laughs) I remember when stamps were podcast episode 2 I know so long ago Uh, yeah so where, where did they jump up from it was, I was like, it will, because there was one point when it dropped down. No. Yeah. Really? Yeah, because it was like 47 cents and it dropped like 46 for a little while. Jeez, that's crazy. I mean, when I was a kid, it was 29 cents. I remember when it hit a quarter. Wow. Well, you're a little bit older than yeah. I am. Yeah. That's crazy. It's every year. Yeah. It costs more. You know, people are sending less and less, less mail. Well, and gas goes up, right? Yep. Yeah. I guess we send mail because we have to mail back contracts and things yeah. like that, where some weird bureaucracy needs a physical ink yeah. signature. I send a ton of mail. I love it. Yeah. I prefer to get 
my ch- get checks as opposed to electronic. I do too because I know I got it. Yeah, I don't like getting the tra- the money transfers. Like when people are like, "Well, direct deposit in your account." I'm like, "I want the check, man." Yeah, I want it in my hand. I want to feel like I did something. Yeah, it, I think that's the reward I get is that physical check. Yeah, absolutely. Where it's like, if it just magically appears in my account, then I don't. It doesn't feel like I did anything. Like sometimes uh, I hate it when pe- gigs pay me in advance. Like they'll pay me weeks before I do the yep. gig, and so that money's gone by the time I even get to them. And I'm like, I'm doing this gig for free that money's spent <laughs> see i put that money in a savings account and don't spend it until oh, i do the gig oh that's good yeah yeah and the main reason is i'm always paranoid that something's gonna happen to me i gotta pay it back oh yeah well that's the good thing is that then they have to go to the lengths to get the money back <laughs> yeah. if something happens yeah i'm like pay me a year from now yeah pay, the best is like i had someone through it was a comedy of errors i got it was for a run of like 10 shows got paid nine months later that's awesome but it was it's like nine, free money right it, yeah it was like yeah. a decent check because you've done the work you're living off you're living off whatever money you already have and yeah it's like you've already figured out balance the equation and then you get this large yeah. check. And it was like, what? I'm going on vacation. $30. <laughs> Hells yeah. <laughs> it was it was like I just won like a scratch and win. Yeah. When I went to the envelope, the mailbox and I ripped that open, it was like a, it was like an awesome pull tab. I had a gig pay me uh, double once. They oh. paid me twice. And so I had that internal dilemma. I was like, what do I do? Do I be honest or should I just walk away with this money? Yeah, you're like, do I just throw it in an account for a year and see if they claim it? I definitely did not tell them. Now, have Definitely kept the money. And then, funny enough, that the festival went out of business the next year. <laughs> you dro- if only we had an extra 1500 bucks kicking around here. <laughs> you, you, you ruined them. I, that, it was a bad festival anyway. So, Well, I, I had a check forever for a gig that canceled um, just sitting around. And so I've already got, had my deposit, but they had prepaid the, the second half. And so I had the internal debate. Do I keep this or not? Keep it. I ended up returning it. Oh, you're better they, man than me. They use me every year, and so oh I didn't, well. Yeah, I, you. I mean, you're going to make that money back yeah. in the future. So, yeah, I don't know. I think if they pay you twice, you know, they've they've done the math on their own, so yeah. they can afford it. They clearly. like they liked you. Yeah, I just thought it was like a great tip. That's <laughs> in the memo section. The, you'll just write the tip. biggest tip ever. <laughs> man, I did a I did a Tacoma Comedy Club one time. And after the show, I'm walking to the to the back, and a guy's like, he walks up to me, he goes, congratulations, which I thought was a weird way to, like, mm-hmm. thank someone for a show. Yeah. And he shakes my hand, and he palms me a hundred bucks. Wow. It blew my mind. Wow. I think, you know, it's weird, because in this industry, like, I've maybe been tipped for a paid show a handful of times, mm-hmm. you know, like actual tip. I mean, like I'll do gigs sometimes where people like at a fair or something, someone will come up and give me money. And I'm yeah. like, that, that's always a weird thing. Yeah. Uh, but like where like you do like a holiday party or something, someone like it doesn't happen often. I would think it happen would happen more often. I think a lot of people don't know if they're supposed to tip. I just think you're getting paid. Like, it, I, you know, well, we're the business owner. Yeah. I don't. I just so if think- I need that extra 20 bucks or 20 percent. I'll just raise my rates twenty percent. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I consider putting that in my contract. Gratuity not included, you know. Yeah. But uh, this thing is kind of low class. Yeah, like if I hired Bill Cott, well, okay, it's probably not a good example. No, yeah. <laughs> you can get you get pretty cheap yeah. right now. <laughs> but if if you hired someone big to come in, 
there's no tip in a, in a real show. Yeah, I think so. You know, if I hire Slayer to play my birthday party, I'm not tipping them. Yeah, I mean, I think if you you hired somebody who like for really cheap and they did a really good job, maybe tip them. But it's it, that extra money's nice. I got I got roped in actually. Re- this happened a couple days ago. Uh, I wrote the tip in, and then I noticed that they added the they auto added gratuity. auto gratuity, so they got a crazy huge tip. They got like a forty percent tip. I think a lot of places. When they do that, they know what they're doing. Oh, absolutely. And I was like, and I didn't cross it out. I was like, ah, screw it. But yeah. it was like, well, that's kind of scandalous. Because it was just me. It wasn't like a party of seven. It was mm-hmm. just me. Yeah, the auto gratuity. Uh, so anyways, send us your stories about tipping, folks. <laughs> <laughs> your, your tips on tipping. <laughs> I love, like, uh, earlier today we were talking about, like, our, our exits for these podcasts are pretty long. And then we just... <laughs> talk for 20 minutes about tipping so we can't get away from it man we can't stop so uh yeah check us out on all the sites of course subscribe tell your friends like it like it review it yep thursday's meme day where we put up the new meme thursday's meme day uh of course send us your weird news stories uh anything that's going on in your life we want to hear give us some feedback that's info at odd and offbeat.com uh where are you going to be this week louis oh i'm continuing my tour of libraries in king and Pierce County. Ooh. Hell yeah. Big That's time. That's in Washington for those of you listening in Argentina. Where are you going to be? Royal Caribbean Cruise Line uh, doing the Cuba thing. I have the my museum, the Museum of Curious Things. Mm-hmm. Which be- is an awesome uh, museum full of like Bigfoot print. Uh, you have... I have real oddities and curiosities. Some of them I have uh, crypt- some cryptozoological samples, uh, some circus gas. But don't you have like uh, Lincoln's hair or something like that? I have a piece of piece of hair from one of the Lincoln conspi- conspirators. There you uh, go. Someone who was hung for uh, being in the conspiracy. I thought you were saying someone who was hung. Yeah, she was hung. <laughs> uh, it was the one, the lone woman who was hung uh, in the way I think there was seven or six six people that were hung in the Lincoln conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a lock of hair. I have George Washington's death certificate. I have lots of weird stuff. So, uh, and that is a mobile museum. So it goes to different events and that's going to be at an event in Linwood, Washington. Oh, uh, and then I will be off the cruise and I, uh, perform at a shopping mall in Silverdale for a mutual friend of ours. And uh, I don't know much. I don't know where it's going to be. All, I, all she told me was it's going to be a shopping mall. Uh, so that's it. Uh, that's it for this week's uh, Check Us Out. And we hope you guys have a fantastic week. We're out. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Off Beat Podcast. Today's show is sponsored by the Homeless Slug Association. Donate today and help make a slug a snail.